The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Breaking news every more breaking news how much breaking news can one fan base handle you're about to find out ladies and gentlemen i am jed mishu of mmafine.com a terrific website and joining me now alexander kaylee also of this terrific website because more news has dropped i went to bed last night ak everything was fine we had a, a card this weekend that no one cares all that much about and then we've got 284 coming down the pipe I wake up to a world where Alexander Volkanovsky is getting a second crack at Islam Makachev, and we think, man, the craziness has happened. But it didn't stop there, because moments ago, UFC CEO, no longer UFC president, UFC CEO Dana White informed us of what had kind of been a rumor all day long, that Hamza Chemaev will no longer be fighting Paulo Costa at UFC 294. Costa officially out. He released a statement. We'll talk about that in a bit. In, in for Paulo Costa on 10 days notice, AK. His former UFC welterweight champion, Kamaru Usman, in the taking on Hamza Chemaev in the co-main event of UFC 294. First things first, AK. What is happening and how did you react to this incredible news? I'm so confused and scared right now. I just, I don't know. I was prepared, like, all ready to be not like enthused about talking about USC 294. No, not because it wasn't like a decent card on paper, but we were getting like a rematch. Uh, we kind of already learned this weekend that something was up with Paulo Costa, so that was kind of scary. But even that, even if that fight had gone through, it was like interesting, but not, you know, it was just sort of like, well, we're happy to see um, Shamaya fight again. And and we've got a fun opponent, Costa, who's like a legit top 10 middleweight. But it, nothing was electrifying me about 294. And now it feels like I have been struck by, we have all been struck by lightning twice 
uh, for better or for worse, with two matchups that we did not expect to see, and one we did not expect to see again anytime soon, one that I think a lot of us thought maybe the ship had sailed on, and yet now we are less than two weeks away from both fights happening. Overall, I feel great about it, but I'm also still sort of recovering from this news. It, it's uh, it's MMA, man. It's MMA. It is. It doesn't feel like MMA is MMA'd in this way in some time. We've gotten a lot of craziness this year, but kind of hasn't been that much of the marquee fights fall through, something happens, steps in. We've largely kept our main events intact, at least it feels like recently those those have delivered. And now we get a full change on the main event and the co-main event. Uh, Obviously, the main event news is here. We're here really to talk about the co-main event, and I echo some of your sentiments there. When this happened, I was like, okay, will they, won't they with Chimaev Costa? We, we we had the news last week. Costa goes on the MMA hour. Things things seem a little bit up, but he's adamant that he's still fighting. I'm taking him at his word, but knowing that, you know, there are apparently machinations going on in the background. I got to say, I didn't see this one coming because we talked about it all day on Slack, you know, private conversations. Okay, if Costa is getting pulled, what's what is happening here? Like, who's some names were floated? There were r- unsubstantiated rumors just flying all around the MMA Twitter universe, and in the end, it's Kamal Usman. And like you, I didn't, I, I did, I thought this fight was gone. This is a fight we talked about years ago, and now I'm suddenly more excited. And so that's my next question for you, AK, because 24 hours ago. UFC 294 was fundamentally different than it is today. And I got to say, we don't need to get into my thoughts on the main event. I am less impressed with that than many others. Neither here nor there. This co-main event, frankly, I'm way more interested in this matchup. Like, I care much more about 294 today than I did yesterday. And so the question for you, AK, is is that the same for you? Are you... Are you more electrified by this, or is this just shock and awe right now? And over the next week, you'll settle down and be like, well, I'm really missing a couple of these fights. The UFC is bulletproof, man. I mean, if you want proof that this promotion cannot be touched, nothing that goes wrong can hurt them in any meaningful way. UFC 279, uh, last September, UFC 294 coming up. Last September, we had... It was supposed to be what, Hamza and Nate Diaz, which we're all kind of feeling a little bit squeamish about. It wasn't wasn't our favorite thing. And then, of course, it all gets shuffled around, and, and Tony Bergson fights Nate Diaz, which we all kind of agreed was a cool fight. Uh, Hamza fights Kevin Holland, which still like a bit of a shrug, but also we got to see Hamza do his thing. And then uh, Li Zhang Lang uh, ending up in a fight with uh, Dale Rodriguez. It was, it was so random, but so fun. We ended up with a great card. I remember us having a similar conversation when that shakeup happened. We're like, did we kind of end up with a better card? Because it's hard, it's hard to deny this time with 294 that this is better. I mean, even if just star power wise, right? I mean, you just added the former UFC welterweight champion who we have not seen since he fought Leon Edwards uh, in their second championship fight. Um, and we all thought, we, well, where is, Uz, where is Usman going to go from here? And it kind of seemed like he was going to do the smart thing, take some time off and wait for the right opportunity. And boy, oh boy, here it comes. Here, here is a fight with, with Hamza Shamayev, I think a winnable fight. It's intriguing for both guys. Whoever wins, theoretically, should become the number one contender uh, at 185 pounds. I, I think Jokic Plessis in there, of course, and other people. But uh, people were already talking about that for Hamza and uh, Paulo Costa, saying you know the winner could get a title shot. Now Usman? 
I think the winner has to get a title shot, right? Unless something weird happens. So that's just so compelling. And it's a fight I want to see for so long. I, I want to see Usman call uh, Shamayev out when Usman was still the champion. You know, I, we, we kept saying get him when uh, before Shamayev reaches peak form. And I don't know what form Shamayev's in now. I don't know what form Usman is in now. But I know that I my, my wanting to see this fight has not diminished at all. And that we're getting it under these bizarre circumstances almost makes it better. So uh, that and yes, now we get to see Makachev Volkanovsky too. I thought Charles deserved the rematch, earned the rematch, would have loved to see it. But... I will never complain about seeing Volkanovski and Makachev fight. That was, I think, probably is probably still my front runner. Their first meeting back in February for uh, 2023 Fight of the Year. Definitely. And this one, this one has the potential to top it. So how can you complain? Dana White, UFC, the Matchmakers crew—they—they are—they are invincible. They—they they have fallen upwards yet again. Look, I always say that the UFC is one injury away from doing the right thing because they they're never going to do it on their own, but they are one fight falling apart from getting the right answer on the test. And they've done it again. You said something there. You took my next question. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that, but you said something that I disagree with technically not actually. And what I mean by this is saying the winner of this fight, what's next for them. They're going to deserve it. They're going to, you know, be the number one contender. They're going to deserve that title shot. They are not. By any rational definition, they're not going to deserve it. But, buddy, they're getting it. They are getting it. This news just now was tremendous news. If you are a lover of fights, if you are a lover of, you know, chaos, if you are, like me, a guy who thought we were going to get Kamal Usman versus Hamza Chimaev two years ago for the welterweight strap, this gives you a sense of completion. But this news is the worst news that could have ever happened to my guy, Drickus Duplessis. He is, at best, second in line for a title shot and probably third or fourth at this point because what you said was correct. Kamaru Usman, we thought he'd wait for the, you know, wait for the right opportunity. What we didn't say at the time, at least not many people said, was that that opportunity would probably be at 185 because I had thought that for a while that Izzy leaves the division, he can move up and maybe make a run at, uh, at middleweight, you know, get that second belt, do the new thing. Didn't see Izzy losing, none of us did, but if Usman comes in here and beats Hamza Chemaev, I don't care that Hamza Chemaev is an unranked middleweight, I don't care that he does at least have wins in this weight class. He beats Chemaev, and our current middleweight champion is Sean Strickland. Man, Kamar Usman is right there like he is right in the mix for getting that title shot i do not believe the ufc would have absolutely any issue with booking that fight and why would they like why would they it's a rematch and kamar usman already beat him why not do it again so and by the same token as you mentioned if hamza beat paulo costa i think he probably would have moved to front runner status if he certainly did it dominantly and even though Usman is, you know, not a middleweight, it, it's still Kamar Usman. The cachet from this, the star power, the winner of this is leader in the clubhouse for the next middleweight title shot. So uh, it has been a bad 24 hours if you were a guy who ostensibly should be fighting for a belt in your weight class. R.I.P. Justin Gaethje, title contender, we knew you well. Matush Gamrot, you also were in that mix and y'all both caught it in the teeth. And maybe you can, you know, make a group text 
just make a group text with our boy Drickus Duplessis uh, to lament the unfortunate breaks that have happened for you in the last 24 hours. Chad, I want to add to your, uh, you know, the UFC is one injury away from doing the right thing. I think we can, another saying we can add to that is uh, the worst, once you've reached the top 10, the UFC, really the worst thing you can do, I think, is fight, is be active. Oh, apparently. it's an I awful think that is, choice. I think, don't be active if you're in the top 10. That's not what the UFC wants. Uh, you already have a certain level of cachet. Just chill for a Be minute. Be active with those Twitter fingers and just hang on. Just hang yes. around, <laughs> you know. Um, get you a media outlet that you can interview with every other week and say ridiculous stuff, and you set. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, like I said, we don't want to hang, you know, talk too deeply about this, but you have a couple more things before we get out of here. The first one being, are we certain? Are we absolutely certain? Because I think I am, but I want to know you, that the winner of this is fighting for the belt next. I'm not. N nothing is certain at 185. 185 is, I still feel like if Izzy comes back, like just pops out of his hibernation and says, hey, I want that rematch, the UFC will gladly give it to him. It would be, a, I'm, I'm not interested in that. Uh, as much as I do want to see him and Strickland fight again someday, uh, if they never do, I won't, I won't cry about it. And I certainly don't want it to be next. Um, so nothing guaranteed when if I get Drickett's fingers crossed, but you're right. The timing has just been so wrong for him to get that shot. It is so wrong. No fault and now of his own. Through no fault of his own. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, Kamza is a name like they've wanted to push this guy to the moon. He had the bout with COVID. He had the, the weird weight miss at 279. He's had, you know, who knows, other injuries that we don't know about. Just visa, maybe visa issues with, you know, being able to fight in the U.S. Every, every sort of little stumble that you can hit uh, on the way to becoming a contender onto a star. I feel like Hamzat has hit those stumbles. Uh, but all they want from him, his highlight reel is still so good. All they want from him is one dominant win over a name, and they will shuffle him right into the 
excuse me, right into the uh, middleweight championship uh, picture. And then we've already said, yeah, Usman, listen, uh, one of the greatest welterweights of all time, one of the best UFC title runs of all time. And he's said before, you know, he would consider moving up to 185. His boy Easy was there. Now his boy Easy is not. So from a promotional standpoint, everything is just coming up millhouse for the UFC. Next question. What does this mean for Paulo Costa? Because I do want to read, he he sent a post out. I won't, it's it's quite long, so I won't do all of it. But like we mentioned up at the top, we sorted there were inklings of something here happening, things getting weird, having surgery. Uh Costa's uh, post essentially says here, uh, I was doing everything I could to fight Gourmet Chinchin, uh, his affectionate name for Hamza Chimaev, uh, in Abu Dhabi, but it's impossible. Uh, he has staph, his staph infection in his elbow. He had it eight weeks ago in Brazil, took antibiotics, uh, had surgery a few weeks out, had had it drained. It is still resistant, and apparently doctors want to open his elbow up again for the for, due to the staph, and thus there is no way to get cleared. Uh, one, shouts to Paulo Costa for not pulling out of this fight um, and really just doing hero's work to not be the guy who, who ducked this fight, put the onus on other people as the, as the fail sons here shouts to you, Paulo Costa, your hero. But what does this mean for Paulo Costa? Cause he's been on the outs with the UFC to some extent. There's been back and forth play with him over the last few years, this fight, there's a built in animosity here. There's a storyline. This fight made so much sense on so many ways and was a quick line for Costa back into title consideration and now 10 weeks out he's doing something like this how what does the next 10 months look like for paulo costa uh, the good news for paulo costa is that uh, the top 15 top 20 middleweight has actually like been somewhat intriguing at least compared to prior years so there there are names for him to fight when he comes back it's not like the end of the world uh but i was just looking at his sort of i, I think we know it's been well documented he's not the most active fighter and since 2018, sorry, including 2018, he's only fought once every time. So once in 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. And there's always a buzz around his fights. It's always notable when he fights. It's always a top 15, top 10 guy. That's great. I think his next opponent, I'm sure, will also be a top 10, top 15 guy. But it is hard to keep to keep yourself relevant with the matchmakers. And he's done an amazing job on social media. Him and him and his, his uh, girlfriend, fiance, wife. Uh, him and his partner, uh, you know, whoever helps him with all the social media stuff, they do an amazing job of keeping his name out there. It's just a shame that he keeps running into. Uh, we talked about Shemayev, um, and Costa on some level has had these problems. Well, just keep injuries, little things here and there, matchups just not materializing uh, when they could. I think some of these fights get, that he's been that have been canceled weren't his fault. And that's the fight game. He's had some bad luck, so we don't know when he's coming back. I assume you know he gets another surgery, and it is just for an infection, so he's probably not out for too long. But if it's if he's if it goes past first quarter of next year, he'll be 33 years old uh, by the time he returns. Again, not super old, but for someone who hasn't fought a lot, at that point the clock is going to start ticking on you. So I think he's not in the worst shape, but we are in a situation now where uh, fans, you know, just they just don't view you as reliable, uh, and uh, the matchmakers are certainly not having you at the top of their plans uh, when it comes to putting things together for, uh, again, for what could be a really busy 2024, which is, I don't know if, uh, if Bojicina is going to be a part of it. 
And as you did mention previously, maybe the best thing you can do as a top 10 fighter is simply not fight. This is true. And, I just got cost is doing a great job at that. <laughs> I just contradicted myself. Maybe he comes back into a number one contender <laughs> fight. Who knows? But it feels like that won't be the case uh, with uh, Paulo Costa. Well, we certainly wish him the best uh, per a tweet that just went up from him. He is having a third surgery scheduled on Friday, so he cannot be medically cleared for uh, the fight next week. Abu Dhabi, where he is still in, he's very pleased with it otherwise. So, shouts to him. And we are going to end here, AK. We're going to end on the most important question of all of these. No, it's not how many Mashulan stars does this card now get. We'll get to that later. I haven't, haven't brought it to committee. The question is this. We now, knock on wood, we now can be confident to some extent what the co-main event is going to be for UFC 294. Early impressions how does this fight go? Oh, I am just still firing convinced. from the hip. There's no, there's it. no prep on this one. This no, is just, no. just saying it with your chest. <laughs> I am still convinced. Hamzat is one of like the 10 best pound for pound fighters in the world. Uh, people can see our pound for pound rankings. Hamzat's on there. I think he's right at the bottom of the top 20 uh, at the very, yeah, I think he's still in there. Uh, and that's because some of us haven't ranked super high. Some of us don't have him ranked at all. Uh, among the eight panelists who make the uh, MMAfighting.com pound for pound rankings. And I've seen a lot, a lot of the comments are why is Hamza even on there? When this guy fights, he is an absolute beast. That Gilbert Burns fight, I don't care One that it went to decision. One person has punched him in his career. <laughs> yeah. And that Gilbert, that Gilbert Burns fight was awesome. That to me showed like how tough he is. Like he got, that's a, that's a legitimate war. This is not a guy who just has to, who just has to like dominate people. He can win a back and forth fight. Like, and when he dominates people, it is fantastic. I don't think he does that to Kamar Usman, but I'm going, I'll tell you right now, my early pick is Shamayev. How does the fight go? Man, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can say Shamayev dominates him with the wrestling. I think that's a bit out of the question. Um, but I do think his striking is better than people give him credit for. I think Shamayev is really good. I think he can stand. I absolutely think he can stand and bang with Usman. And if they do, I think Shamayev wins that one by knockout. Um, and I also have some confidence as well that he can, uh, that if it comes down to it, he can take. He can win a wrestling battle as well. So, it's. I'm not counting Usman out at all. The short notice, I think, is also uh, works against him. But even if it wasn't, I'm. Uh, when this was talked about two years ago, like you said, Jed, I was picking uh, Shemaev. I'm going. I'm all the all the way on the Shemaev train. So I think he not only uh, fights Usman. I think he uh, not he beats him. Excuse me. I think he finishes him. Finishes him. Yeah. That is. I love this. It's so yeah. bold. That is. That's fantastic. Uh, I. My early impressions on this, I'm going back a lot to what I thought a couple of years ago and then just sort of extrapolating out. I think I'm going to take Hamzat Shemaev. I think that this will be one of the more competitive fights of his career, a la Gilbert Burns, because Kamar Usman, I would not say he's a great striker, but he is a good striker, uh, and he knows what he can and can't do. He doesn't get out over his skis. I think his jab is going to be a problem. Uh, and if, if Usman can just do the you can't take me down and I'm going to out jab you and have a little bit enough power to make it real. Like he did to Colby Covington won't be super shocked, but I've been thinking Usman was falling off physically for, for a hot minute here. And I think that that's just going to be a, a big difference, particularly against a guy in Hamzat who probably wasn't ever realistically a welterweight and Kamar Usman certainly by no means a small welterweight, but Man who never never had issues making championship weight. I think that size probably does play a difference here. I don't think Hamzat runs him, but uh, I think he's 
good enough to get the job done. Uh, particularly because, I mean, I don't know what Usman's been prepping for, but I would assume it's not a fight with with Hamza Chumayev. So either way, I am I'm more excited about this. The Costa fight made sense, but it wasn't a fight that really got you know got me up for it. This fight, even on short notice, super interested. Uh, and then the main event. I mean, it's the fight of the year right now. Uh, and frankly, the only thing that's going to knock it off a fight of the year is, is if this rematch is better. <laughs> and if this rematch is better, then holy heck, we're doing some things. So 294 has spiced up in the, the last 24 hours. What the hell happened? <laughs> I say it all the time. I want to make sure everyone knows it. God. UFC is one injury away from booking a good fight card. Every every week is, is one injury away from and a good thing happening. So this time, two injuries away from an amazing fight card. Two, two injuries away from at least <laughs> at least a Mashulin star worth of difference. Wow. At least a Mashulin star worth of difference is what these two injuries got us. So that is it. AK, thank you for joining me on this quick emergency react pod. But big things happened. We had to talk about it. I don't know what's coming up next for you guys. Maybe we'll be doing another one of these in, in you know, three hours because Magwin Ankalaev <laughs> has done something insane and Johnny Walker's now facing, I don't even know who it would be. But if until Daniel then, Cormier is coming DC, out of retirement. I mean, he, he is in Abu Dhabi, so he's, he's ready to step in. I don't know if he left the thing, but hey, Johnny Walker, DC, if that's coming, things are going to get out of hand. But until then, thank you for tuning in. We love you. Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.